Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. And, you know, I feel like I'm at my peak of narcissism right now because I have like a few different cameras on me. And it's just like a Zoom call where I am just watching myself talk, which can be very detrimental, by the way, because I don't know if I'm a cute talker. You know, I don't know if the faces that I make while I'm talking are attractive, which is very scary because I talk a lot. So the idea that I might not be at my most attractive when my mouth is moving is completely terrifying for me. But, you know, we're going to move past that whole like body dysmorphia situation. And I'm just going to say that I look like a bad bitch when I talk and I sound like a bad bitch when I talk and everyone should just like want to hear my voice. You know, that's just what we're going with for now, because, you know, it's Monday for me recording and I woke up this this morning just not in this great mood. I have this lifelong battle of not hitting snooze. And this morning just was not one of those mornings where I was going to wake up on time and be fine. But I decided to kind of rethink that this morning. And when I was sitting there being like a grumpy ass bitch, I told myself, you know, this is a choice at this point. You can either commit to being this grumpy bitch all day or we can work on changing our attitude and controlling our emotions. So I decided to make a little inspirational TikTok. It's not my usual content on there. Not that I have like a little niche or anything, which I know I read all the blogs about social media and podcasts and they all say you have to have a niche and mine is just being myself and I don't really know how else to do anything else. So anywho, uh, I was talking about how, you know, why would we let the morning define our day when we don't let small bad moments define our lives? You know, because we all encounter things in, in our lives that are really hard and they can totally just ruin our whole lives if we let them. But we don't. You know, we don't. We figure out how to move on. We figure out how to live life and and live it to the fullest. So we make that decision to not be conquered by these things that we can't control in our lives. So why would I let my whole morning be derailed because I didn't wake up early because my stomach hurt? I was like, girl, let's not. Okay. Just you're fine. We're going to do this. So anyways, it's got six likes so far. So I'm really high up there on the TikTok uh, <laughs> trends. And OK, so I speaking of TikTok, but moving to reels, because I know some of my friends out there are not TikTok people, but they do Instagram reels, which is fine. It's not my deal, but whatever. So, you know, I've been trying to post on there as well. And I posted that video from last week, the clip of me talking about how I wanted a different nap a different name for being an aunt. And I wanted to just call myself the hot aunt. And someone commented on there and was like, this is so cringy. I mean, I've been called a fat bitch before on the internet, but something about being called cringy was like really painful for me. I will say at least I was not called chuggy. So I think I'm still making it in the Gen Z world, uh, but being called cringy was painful. And listen, maybe it is cringy. When I look back on it, I can see how demanding people to call you the hot aunt can be a bit cringy. I can see it. 
I can identify my own mistakes. But did we have to call my call me out like that? Did we have to do that? It was so painful. OK, also, I just feel like I have to tell you that I literally stopped this podcast to because my phone literally won't record video. It keep like it won't even give me the courtesy of telling me it's out of storage. It just literally stops. And what I don't understand about it is that I've deleted so many pictures from my phone. I literally just wiped all my apps in order to do this. And I just don't get it. I think ever since I changed my phone to have my outlook on it for my corporate job, it has been such a pain in the ass. Is anyone else having this problem? Before this, I had a ton of storage. I used to back everything up to Dropbox and it was fine. And I don't know if I'm up to the cloud now. I just I feel like I'm having so many iPhone champagne problems. You know what I mean? I need help. (laughs) Okay, I feel like I need to tell you all the story about my mom, though, because it is so funny, so iconic. She got me so good. In the mornings when I'm getting ready, I wear what I like to call my house dress muumuu. It is a basically just a maxi dress that I wear full, no bra, no underwear, whatever. I'm just drying off. It's like a towel dress, but you know, whatever. And I have my little hair wrap on. And on Wednesdays, it's the only day that I'm home alone. So it is my day to be out in the living room. And I take it very seriously. I sit on the couch. I get all excited. So a little, you know, work from home background about me is sometimes I stay in my house dress until I have to have a meeting because it's just comfortable. Okay. It's just comfortable. So anyways, my mom has these repair guys coming over to give her a quote on something and and she's like okay these guys are coming over but I was already in my spot and you have to understand this is like on the recliner chair feet up laptop in lab with my little lap desk all these chargers hooked up it's a whole situation notebook out highlighters like I really have the full setup going and it just takes time to come down from the setup. So when she had told me these guys were coming over, I just said, okay, whatever. Is it, is it really a big, can I just sit here? You know, thinking that they are probably going to be older, like an old dude, you know, in walks two guys who are probably somewhere between 29 and 35, right in my sweet spot range. And I don't know, they were wearing masks, so maybe they weren't as cute, but the eyes looked hot. And I was just sitting there thinking, of course, because, you know, the last time I got all dressed up and went out into the living room, there was just an average looking Joe there. And who cares, you know, but no, these two guys walk in looking gorgeous as hell. I'm thinking, look, this isn't a good look no matter what. At this point, I'm 28. I live at home. These guys are coming in to fix a microwave or whatever they were doing. I'm not I'm not their demographic. I'm not appealing to them either way. But my mom didn't take it that way because these guys didn't call her back right away. And she's pretty upset about it. She wanted her quote. And she was like, maybe if you decided to get dressed and weren't sitting on the couch looking like that, we would have got a call back. So I take this one of two ways. Mom, thank you for thinking that I could pull. Thank you for thinking that when I'm dressed, I can pull. I appreciate that that hype. But also rude. You know what I mean? Rude. I, if you're not going to love me in my house dress, then you do not deserve me at my prom dress. You know what I mean? So no construction guys, if you're listening to this, call me standards are low, 
So <laughs> anyways, uh, so I was thinking about, you know, these repair guys. Wasn't thinking about that. But, you know, kind of going back into the dating world. Right. So I downloaded Bumble again and it's been a, a journey. I am getting matches, which is exciting because for a little bit I wasn't getting anything and that was making me very sad. So um, if you're listening to this and you feel like going through my Instagram page and just maybe commenting on certain photos that you think belong on my Bumble, please let me know. Here's the deal, because like I just said, I had to wipe my whole phone of photos. So basically, if it wasn't something that I thought I was going to use recently, I erased it. And so I really have no other photos than what's on Instagram. So that's me putting my best foot forward. What else I noticed, which is so shitty, and I feel like this was the opposite problem when I first went on Bumble back in like 2016, is that currently I have too many photos of just me and not enough girlfriend photos, like not enough photos like out having fun. And I think that's because, well, one, there was a whole year where we weren't really out doing fun things, but I'm kind of at the age where I feel like we've stopped taking pictures. I I feel like I have to force that like, oh, we should take a picture. And it's I like having memories. I like having photos, but I also understand why that doesn't happen because you're just so wrapped up in having fun that you kind of forget. But the thing is, my friends and relationships probably don't give a shit about having these photos, maybe for their own memories, whatever, but they don't need it for the bumble hustle like I need it. So this is my announcement to my friends that we are taking more pictures now. And I apologize for this, but I need people to know that I'm not, I'm only an 80% narcissist. There's still a 20% of me that isn't all about me. I don't want my bumble profile to just be these faux influencer photos I've been taking. You know what I mean? So it's tough. I want people to know that I have fun and yeah, I I just have such a hard time because you're just being judged off these photos. I know because I'm on the other side of the phone doing it. And I've noticed a few things that I will not swipe on. We all know about the fish thing, which I have kind of had to move past because if I didn't swipe on any guys out of fish photos, I would literally wouldn't swipe on any guys. Like I'm not joking. I thought this was just a joke about that, but it's literally like every other photo. The other thing I won't do is a shirtless picture. I get it. You're putting your best assets forward, but I'm just, I'm not interested. I'm intimidated. I am literally in my house, Moo Moo. You know what I mean? I can't, I just can't with the shirtless pics. One thing I do swipe on immediately is if I see someone in or at a wedding. Thank God. I just need someone who wants to go to them. So if you have pictures there, that means you want to go and I just need that. But yeah, other things I won't swipe on is like, I don't know, gym photos. Don't care. I'm not your girl. If you care that much about the gym that you're posting pictures there, like I'm not your girl. You are not going to see me on a Friday night at the gym. You're just not. The only reason you're seeing me at a Friday night at the gym is because bestie of the podcast, Kim, is either teaching you jam and I want to get my single, single double on and then we're going to go get drinks after. You know what I mean? That's that's why you're catching me in a gym on a Friday night. And there's there's a reason for after. OK, I'm, I'm just not your girl. Yeah, I, I mean, the standards are pretty low, so there's not too much I'm not swiping on. But yeah, the fish thing, the gym thing, the shirtless self thing. I don't know. It's just not my thing. Not my thing. OK, so this all brought me to, by the way, in preparation for being back out on the streets 
is that at some point I'm going to have to go on a date again, like a first date. And I say that with such excitement because here's how I feel about love right now. I just can't wait to be in love again. And I know that sounds kind of stupid, but I loved being in love. And it wasn't necessarily that I can't be alone because do I enjoy being alone all the time? No, not really. But what I love so much about being in a relationship was just the feeling that I had talking about my ex. Like I would be so excited to tell someone a story about that person. And I feel that way with my friends, too. Don't get me wrong. I get so excited to share their accomplishments. and I'm always so hyped for them. There's just a little bit of a difference with the partner. There's just I just love love and I can't wait to experience it again and maybe get the love back that I give. Maybe not in the same way, but to be just I don't know be loved, not to get all sappy and shit. So let me explain back again. So now I'm like, okay, well, if someone asks me on a date or I ask them, it's fucking 2021, whatever. Where do I go? Like, where do I go? So this was the question of the week on Instagram. And like I mentioned last week, and we'll continue to mention, if you want to participate in question of the week, all you have to do is follow me on Instagram. That's at Ashley Sleek, Ashley with two E's. I don't have a separate Instagram account for the podcast. So anything you want about podcast updates are all going to be on that account at Ashley Sleek. So I asked my followers, where do you go on your first date? Because my first thought, my initial feeling was a brewery. So for anyone from the East Bay, the place that I would go on a first date in my mind is McKay's in Pleasanton. The reason being it's not in Livermore. I don't think I'm going to go on a first date in Livermore. That's like, too sketch because on my very first date, okay, throwback to like my second boyfriend ever, Nate. Him and I went on our first date in downtown Livermore and my best friend from high school, Jasmine, her parents showed up. And here's the deal. I love them so much, but I feel like their kid as well. I think I'm a member of the family. So I'm literally on my first date with this guy. And of course, like in walks like my bestie's parents, you know, so I just feel that Livermore is off the table. The thing I like about McKay's is it's an outdoor tap house and the seating's pretty casual. I mean, you have to be seated, but, you know, it's very much beer and they have food. Because to me, I don't think I can go to a first date that's a dinner. I think that's going to stress me out. I remember it stressing me out before. I'd rather just have a drink with somebody before I have to stress about eating in front of them. Because look, I'm on a body positivity journey. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not. that doesn't mean I'm there yet. It's called the climb for a reason. And there's always going to be another mountain and I'm always going to want to make it move. There's always going to be an uphill battle and sometimes I'm going to have to lose. And this is my loss right now. I'm not ready to eat necessarily in front of someone on our first date. At least let me make sure I like them enough to have to go through that anxiety. Okay, so that's why I like it. And I was so thrilled because there was about like five or six people who said a beer garden or a brewery. So I'm so happy I'm not alone on this. And I mean, Obviously, there's some of my ladies out there who don't like beer or guys that don't like beer. And you're probably thinking, OK, well, what do I do? I mean, there's always a wine bar. They make those as well. Or just say drinks and go at a time where you wouldn't eat dinner. You know what I mean? Maybe seven. 
some people eat at seven. I don't know. We eat at 530 here in this house. So I don't know. But anyways, okay. So here are some of the other options. I got a few answers for mini golf, which I love because mini golf is one of my favorite activities. Sadly, something my ex and I did a lot together, but that's also because his ass was not fucking creative and I would ask him so badly to plan a date and it would literally just be mini golf, you know? So once again, bare minimum. And anyways, but in high school, I played a lot of mini golf with my best friends and I think that I'm good. Here's what I'm nervous about is that sometimes... I can be bitchy competitive and I don't know if I should show that level of crazy quite yet, but I'm into it. I think some sort of activity is nice because there's something to do. But the other worry about mini golf, because if it sucks, you know, you have to play the whole game. How do you just get out of mini golf halfway through with drinks? You know, someone could call you and you could have to leave. I mean, I guess it could happen for mini golf, too. Just a little bit more awkward. If someone left you on a date to play mini golf, would you just continue playing? I think I would. Say you like your first date was mini golf, right? And the person that you're on the date with decides that you're not it and they have their friend come and they ditch you. Do you just finish the game? I think I would. I think I would. Okay. Um, Someone said not the movies and I could not agree more with this. The movies is such an awkward first date. I don't know how that became a thing where we always talk about going to the movies for a first date, but that sounds awful, right? Because then you're really just stuck with someone so awkwardly and then they hold your hand maybe, or you just expected to make out in there. Honestly, I don't know because I think I went on one movie date in high school with my two second boyfriend and uh, I remember not wanting to kiss him at all. So I don't think I even tried to make those moves, you know, um, but also a walk in the park, which I think is super cute too. This was followed by a hike. And here's my situation about hikes. I would love to get more into hiking, but am I into it now? No, I do. Here's my two levels of that. One, it's like, okay, well, at least I don't have to put too much effort into my outfit. But for me, whose comfort spot is a sundress, I can't necessarily wear that on a hike. And two, do I just tell someone from the beginning that I'm a sweaty mess? Is it better that I do hiking as a first date so they just find out right away that I have overactive sweat glands and that's just the look that I'm going to have for the rest of my life? You know what I mean? This to me is why I don't think I'll ever find somebody at a wedding. And I know that I told the story about Ohio, but you have to remember that was after the wedding at the bars because I sweat so much just like so much it's embarrassing every high school dance was so traumatic like don't get me wrong I have fun because I love to dance but I just sweat so freaking much and that happens at every single wedding so like I as much as I love to joke and ask every groom in each wedding I'm going to now that I'm single you know for the list of eligible bachelors I just know that that's not happening for me because of my look so I don't know like do I go for the hike and just show them my my sweatiness straight up from the beginning. And also, can they make it a low one? I feel like people who are probably checking out my Bumble aren't like, yeah, that girl hikes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think it's a good suggestion for active people. Also, I do appreciate that someone decided to shoot their shot 
in this question section of your ideal date, I I appreciate that. You know, they said just a casual dinner at Cheesecake Factory. I would love to do that with you. Uh, no, thank you. Here's my deal. I did say that my standards are low to the ground. But if you think that I'm going to be impressed by a first date at the Cheesecake Factory, you're out of your fucking mind. Do I love the Cheesecake Factory? Absolutely. Would I love to chow down, go full face deep on a cheesecake? Yes, 100%. I'm a big girl. I love it. Now, do I want that to be a first date situation? No. I think that when I want to stress eat a cheesecake, we should be at least one year into the relationship. And also, there are so many restaurants around I just named a bunch of breweries. Cheesecake Factory is not it. Let's step outside the box, sir. But thank you for shooting your shot. I very much appreciate it. But I'm going to have to politely decline to the Cheesecake Factory. Love it, though. Love your enthusiasm. Thank you for commenting on my pictures and telling me I'm pretty. I need that more than you know. (laughs) Okay, so if you have any more fun date ideas, make sure that you leave them in the comments on either the Instagram post or in the comments on the podcast. So I got a little bit of hot gossip for you guys, some shit straight off the press too, because originally I had written down this story about Chloe and how she feels about Jordan Woods, which I thought was going to be the most interesting Chloe Kardashian story today. But no, 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 no. E! News was like, hey, girl, pump the fucking brakes, bitch. We got something way better for you. According to E! News, Chloe and Tristan broke up. Um, Juicy as fuck. So let me first tell you the story about Jordan Woods, and then it will kind of ease us into this one. Okay, so Chloe apparently addressed on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians reunion, the Jordan Woods situation. So she says, I don't have any grudge against Jordan. I think people make mistakes and I forgive both parties. She also says, how could I forgive Tristan and not Jordan? Which I think is important because people always throw shade to her about that. But she's like calling herself out. She's like, I fucking hear you. Okay. I mean, I don't know if I could forgive either of them. I think that cheating's one thing, right? That's shitty. And people do get through that. People do get through cheating. What I don't know if I could get through is cheating on me with somebody I know. Someone I know. Because you know what you're doing. It's not like, I'm not saying that cheating is excusable in any form, but just hear me out on this scenario. It's like, okay, so you get drunk, you make out with a random girl at a bar, right? That's shitty. You're a dumb bitch. I get it. But random girl, at least there's no way, there's there's less likelihood that you're thinking about me, right? Now, if you go and hook up with my sister's best friend, How are you not thinking about me? You only know this bitch because of me. There's no way. There's no way. So I get I'm happy for her for forgiveness because honestly, that's what she needs to heal. But I don't know. I don't know how she's been with them. I don't know. Well, I guess now it's being reported. Okay, so let me let me pull up the tea straight from E! News. They share a kid. We know that. And he's been on the last season of Keeping Up the Kardashians. I didn't watch it, but it's always... I watch a few episodes with my sister at her house and it's so awkward to watch Tristan. He is just so clearly uncomfortable. And I forgot he's like 24 or 25 or something. I mean, don't quote me on that, but he's younger and it just the whole freaks thing freaks me out. So apparently there were new reports out that he was. Oh, sorry. He's 30 now. He's 30. E-News told me. 
Thank you for having my back. Um, He was spotted entering a bedroom with three women at a um, party in Los Angeles on Thursday, June 17th. So that's last Thursday. Um, A pair of eyewitnesses said this party was hosted by Drake and he was there and he was hanging out with Drake, Diddy and Chris Brown the majority of the night. And then he was seen hanging out with several girls on the upstairs deck. And then he went to a private room with three girls. He seemed like he was in a great mood. (laughs) That is my favorite eyewitness account. The fact that he is seen with these three girls goes into a room, comes out and they're like, he seemed to be in a great mood. Like, obviously, this guy got fucked, right? Um, So he was drinking and partying into the early hours of the evening. So I just feel like for me, when I hurt my friends' feelings, I am in their doghouse as long as they need me to be. You know what I mean? No one's asked me to be there, but I am worshiping the ground you walk on until it fades out and we can just be normal. Although I'm just historically worshiping the ground that my friends walk on because they're goddesses. But I digress. The important thing is, is that this guy is supposed to be earning her back. He does keep up with the Kardashians. COVID's over. Pandemic's done. This guy can party. Bam. Three girls. Doesn't even commit to one. Nah, give me all three. I just, I love Chloe and I want what's best for her. And this kills me, but at least this is pushing her to be done with him, right? Like that that's that's what has to come out of this, right? Like she has to be done. Right? I will say though, good for Chloe is that Taylor Swift announced that she is the next album she's re-recording is Red. So she does have to wait for November, but when November comes around and she needs a full-blown meltdown, Taylor's got her. This is the one thing I have to say, and I know I've kind of mentioned this before about going through a breakup right now, is like I got to go through a breakup with Taylor Swift re-recording her albums, Olivia Rodrigo breaking into the scene. Like there's really no better time to get your heart broken. You know, so a lot of people are saying that they're ready to get their heart broken in November to experience a 10 minute version of All Too Well and Girl, I Hear You. I really, really prefer not to get broken up with in November, especially November for me because, um, My birthday was super fucking tragic last year and it's an end of October and I just don't know if I'm ready, if I'm going to experience a full Taylor on, you know, whatever the 19th or whenever it is the album comes out. I just don't think I can deal with another heartbreak in October of 2021, but I'm very excited. In case you didn't know, by the way, the best thing about Taylor Swift announcing the re-recording of Red, besides the fact that in my personal opinion, and I, I haven't sat down and crafted this long enough, but I love Red. Red and Reputation are my two favorite Taylor eras, Taylor albums. I'm obsessed. Mood-wise, I love Reputation. Song-wise, I love Red. I cannot wait. This bitch is adding like a bunch of songs. It's going to be like 30 songs, 10-minute version of All Too Well. It's going to be wild. And when does she choose to announce this? On Scooter Braun's motherfucking birthday. This girl said, hey, Scoot Scoot, heard you're turning old as fuck. Let me remind you what you lost. Let me remind you that I have waged a full-blown fucking war against you. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Because what did I say? I love Reputation Era. I love Petty Taylor. I'm into it. I just want her to be happy. I don't want her to, like, get too obsessed with the drama. But right now, I'm into it. So good for her. Like, 100%. 100%. (laughs) 
I realized last week I didn't talk at all about pride. Um, shame on me. Revoke my ally card. But I heard the story today that I was super excited about and wanted to share. So um, Carl Nazib, I should have looked up how to pronounce his last name. So I'm sorry about that. He plays for the Las Vegas Raiders, which formerly in Oakland. And today on his Instagram, he came out, which is super exciting. So he said in a video, he said, I just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. And um, he said, I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. I really have the best life. I have the best family, friends, a job and job a guy could ask for. I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. I just, which, by the way, the fact that anyone has to fucking say that, like, as if this guy, knowing he's in a, he he's in the NFL, you know, like, these are not our typical allied friends, right? Like, not to be stereotypical at all, because obviously, like, I love football and I'm an ally, but, you know, he's coming out and could get hella criticism, and this guy has to tell us he's not doing it for attention. Like, fuck, I hate this world sometimes. Anyways, okay, I just think representation and visibility are important. I actually hope that one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are not necessary, but until then, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that is accepting and compassionate. That is so awesome. So congratulations to Carl. I am so excited for you. And, you know, I think this is a great positive step forward. So he is, um, according to Cron 4 News, he is the first openly gay NFL player, which is super exciting. You can read the rest of the article in the show notes. So you check it out there. And yeah, I'm super happy for him. So happy Pride Month, everyone. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you had as much fun listening to it as I had making it. Please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe, especially if you are someone on Apple who used to subscribe. I have a new podcast um page now it actually is new cover art so if you're following the one that has like the bright pink it's now has a beautiful photo of my face on it because who doesn't want to see more of me am i right so yes make sure you subscribe to that one and thank you so much for like listening and helping me make my dreams come true i love being on this podcast i miss broadcasting all the time so this is just such a special way to get to do that and share my very scary dating life it's rough. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye.